Hey there, this is Matt from McSauce. You know, Christmas has always been my favorite time of the year. When I was a kid, it was always such a magical and exciting time, anticipating what Santa Claus was going to bring for being good. Me, good? Yeah, I know, it's hard to believe, right? But the sad truth is, there are less fortunate kids out there that are going to go to bed on Christmas Eve thinking that Santa Claus won't stop at their house that night. Let's not allow that to happen. This holiday season, McSauce is participating in our second annual Holiday Toys for Tots drive. Last year, we had a lot of success, and we hope to build on that this year. So please visit McSauce.com to help donate to our 2014 toy drive. Like last year, we're going to take all the money donated and go on a McSauce shopping trip, where we're going to buy as many comic book related toys as we can, ranging from action figures and dolls to stuffed animals, games and art activities. Then we're going to take all the toys that we bought and donate them to Toys for Tots. The deadline is December 9th, so please don't delay and visit the site and make a donation today. No amount is too small. Please help spread the magic of the holiday season to those less fortunate. Thank you and happy holidays. Welcome to episode 84 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian Sharpley. Hello. And Matt Cassell. Good evening. It is Monday night, December 1st, and the three of us have been essentially on communication blackout since the day after Thanksgiving. This is the first time any of us have really talked, and we haven't talked about the Star Wars Episode 7 trailer. We've had dinner tonight. We talked a little Game of Thrones. We talked some other meaningless nonsense. But nothing about the Star Wars Episode 7 trailer. So this is going to be a Star Wars heavy episode tonight. We're going to break down the trailer. May get to some what you've been reading later. We'll see what happens. We play it fast and loose on this guy. But before the Star Wars meat, potatoes, and blue milk, housekeeping with Ian Sharpley. Star Wars trailer had 40 million views in 72 hours. That's very... Sounds like the McSauce. I was going to say, it's very close to what (laughs) McSauce.com pulls in daily. So, you know, not that we need those kind of gaudy numbers. I mean, but it would be nice if you went there to check out the web comics that Paul myself produced, the reviews, this wonderful, wonderful podcast on Wednesdays. You can go to the Facebook page and send us a like and some great feedback on our strips and podcasts there. You can go to Podomatic and stream or download the episodes. iTunes, you can subscribe and download the episodes as well as review and rate the show. Let us know what you think. And you can also go to Stitcher and stream our show as well as the classic episodes. They are found at um, libsyn.com. You can go to 
McSauce Podcasts podcast at libsyn.com to check out some of our older episodes where you can hear us say silly stuff about blood creamer or how great Thor the Dark World was. But tonight we're going to talk about Star Wars trailer that came out on Black Friday. And like you mentioned, Paul, we've sat around and had dinner together tonight. Kind of kind of tense dinner because we couldn't actually talk to each other about what we wanted to talk about. But now we can uh, awaken the conversation. So Matt, our resident Star Wars expert. I haven't seen it yet. All, all, all that would be so funny if that was true. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> a trailer came out. <laughs> Why didn't anybody tell me? Well, where, where? Let's do the JFK after, assassination thing. After, where were you whenever the trailer came out? Do you remember where you were? After that, all these opinions and reactions will be totally genuine because none of us really know what the other is thinking. What's true? Matt, where were you when the episode seven teaser trailer premiered? Um, I was at work. Oh, yeah, it was on a Friday. It was on a Friday. Uh, the, pre the premiere of the trailer was, um, at, uh, 10.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, for you West Coast listeners out there, you got to see it as soon as you woke up. But for those of us that got up kind of early on Friday, we had to, you know, take a, a big bowel movement from our Thanksgiving dinner. The Being a West Coaster in spirit, I didn't watch it till 1.15. Really? And being that I was just sleeping in, <laughs> I woke up right at 10 o'clock, let the dog out, and then was... So uh, you were ready to... You were ready. As soon as you woke up, you were like, it's happening today, it's happening! That was pretty much me, yeah. Ripped now, his clothes <clears throat> off. No, what, okay, so... On Thanksgiving... I didn't say it's fappening. Oh, oops, that was me. On Thanksgiving, you had some... You know, like some suspicions, some hunches that... This trailer might get leaked before the uh, Black Friday. So I'm checking the internet all day Thursday. Were you really? You couldn't wait? No. Ah, oh, you're a fiend. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I would like, I would check and, oh, shit, it didn't leak yet. How is it not leaked? How is it not leaked? I expected some theater to have it and then some dickhead with their phone would record it and then post it to YouTube and it would just spread like wildfire at that point. Never happened. Didn't didn't actually premiere until uh, Apple iTunes released it on their own, like like they had planned. Um, so I remember I was I was at work. I remember it like it was just this past Friday. I was at work and I was I was doing my benefits because you had to like that was the last day you could enter your benefits. And I was getting like hung up on this one technical thing and I couldn't go any further and like my computer was being really ornery, let's put it. And I had to restart my computer right at like 10.14. I'm like, Fuck no! You have got to be kidding. Like I've been waiting 
my life for this trailer. I need my fix! And and I can't watch it the minute it's released because my work computer is is giving me a hard time. So Matt's Matt's setup for this is 180 degrees from what mine was. So I went I feel like I was I, in the middle, which and I is restarted kind my of computer, where we always like to keep things. And I restarted my computer, and I was like, you know what? I could wait for it to reboot and everything, but by then it'll be like three or four minutes after this trailer has released. Fuck that. I went ahead and I whipped out my phone, unplugged my headphones from my computer into my phone, and I just sat there at my computer desk with my phone, and I watched it on my phone for the first time. He said three or four minutes, people. Not even like a half an hour, ten minutes. Matt couldn't wait for the time for his computer to just reboot. If I waited, you, I, my phone was going to blow up and people were going to be talking about it. I, I didn't want any of that. I just wanted to go and see it. Like After I watched this trailer, I thought I was a fan. and every, But after hearing what you just went through, it's a, holy shit. I don't even think I like Star Wars compared to your undying devotion. You couldn't wait three minutes. Yeah, and if you're in the middle between the two of us, then I am not a fan. <laughs> Star me. who? Star Trek? What? Yeah, that's... So that's where I was. Where, where, were, you? where deep. were you? I had to work, but I didn't have to go to work until 12.30, so I... My God, that's a full two hours and 15 minutes after the release of this trailer. I didn't even know that it had a release time. Okay. So I just, I knew that it was going to be on Black Friday. So, real quick, not to completely That's interrupt, okay. but like... We interrupt here. I we have thought, conversations. I thought that it was going to be released initially at midnight. So, like, I was at Thanksgiving at my parents, and then I, I was like, I made sure that I was home with plenty of time before midnight, and I'm laying... Can't be in the car when this goes down. Fuck that. He's so, so I'm addicted. laying in bed... And I'm laying in bed, and about, like, 11.55, I keep hitting, like, refresh on Apple. Oh, my God. I am not a fan of Star Wars. That's what I learned. Maybe the trailer has released a few minutes early, you know, because, I don't know. So, but it didn't. And then 12 o'clock comes refresh, nothing. 12.01, refresh, nothing. So once I get to about 12.05, I'm starting to think, oh. It's not going to happen. I guess they're just going to release it whenever. So I went to bed sad unfulfilled nothing like most new, nights nothing new for me <laughs> and uh yeah and then when i woke up then i saw that the president the, or the ceo of disney had said it's going to be released at at 7:15 pacific standard everything i don't know why when it comes to like entertainment video games hollywood stuff like that everything's pacific time but the rest of everything else in life is Eastern Standard Time. I don't get that. Passive-aggressive Hollywood nonsense. It is. I think they're just pissed off that the ball drops three hours early for them on New Year's. That's what I think. What do they do in Las Vegas on New Year's? Like, do they... Are they aware that that shit is dropping three hours early? If you're in Las Vegas, you're so high on coke, you Okay, not Las Vegas. Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know about the well, ins and outs. Out there well, you stand out there you wait let us for your turn, just like we wait for our turn Yeah. on the East Coast after everyone else has And whenever they, like, when they go through on TV, they show, well, this is what already happened in Moscow, in yeah, London. But here's the thing. In, in Endor. In... On the eastern coast, they have, like, Ryan Seacrest and Dick, what's his name? Buckkiss. Dick Buckkiss. And they they go through the whole rigmarole, rigmarole, and they have, like, performers and singers. Are you sure it wasn't the rigmarole? It was, it was, well, sometimes it's the old rigmarole, depending on how much you've had to drink that night, but... That's case, whenever you make the morale, like you fix it. In this like, case, <laughs> it is the rigor. Like it's not the real morale; it's rigged. So, what? Like who's performing? Who's hosting on the on the West Coast? I'm sure they have something. West Coast McSauce. Because I thought casters. That, that, that let us know. Ryan Seacrest was a was a champion of both coasts of this wonderful <laughs> land. Maybe we should save this for the New Year's episode of McSauce, where we, where we break down our New Year's feelings. Yes, true. But anyway. So anyway, I derailed that, what, your... No, that's okay because I love this. I love hearing the extremes. Like, I woke up and saw on my phone, it popped up, Dom Yossi said that the trailer was was up and available, you're welcome, and I jumped on my iPad, flung it to my TV, and watched it, And but it wasn't, I was excited that it was there, but I was not waiting on Thanksgiving for it, nor was I waking up early, nor, whenever I woke up, it wasn't like the first thing. I was like, oh, you know, what's going on today? Uh, oh, that's right. Star Wars trailer. Suit. Did you think about it on your own? Did I think about it on my own? I knew that it was happening, but I didn't know that it was happening right then. Like, I knew at some point today, this is going to happen it, whenever I woke up. I mean, for me, it, it was that exciting because I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan, as you may know. Oh, but, I mean, this was the first Star Wars footage in 10 years. That's kind of exciting. It's super exciting. It's very exciting. It's kicking... It's, it's the first footage of a movie none of us thought would ever happen. But we all wanted it to, but we never thought it really would. True. So, yeah, I mean, I casually woke up, checked it out. Did was we all, was did aware. Did we all want it to? Was aware. Um, I think we... I think deep down we all wanted to see more Star Wars. Is that is that fair? We all want to I see more I think it's fair. I, you clearly. I I can't believe your madness. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm surprised that 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 you weren't a little more uh, rabid for this. Actually, I like casual. Like, mm -hmm, what's no? Up? No, I mean, I'm just I get up. No, this is the thing. I figure that. If it leaked, I would hear about it, so I didn't have to sit and wait and refresh. If it leaked, I'm connected enough that I would hear oh, about it. Oh, we know you're connected. Connected to the internet enough. Oh, I thought you meant something else. What, mobbed up? They don't accept my people in the mob. Calm down. <laughs> so, so that's where you were at, Matt. That's where I was at. Paul, let us, let us into your world. At some point... On Thanksgiving night, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's happening tomorrow." And then Friday, totally forgot about it. Didn't give it one lick of thought from Thursday evening 
to when our good friend Brian texted me and said, hey, did you watch that trailer yet? But it was only at like 10.30 when he had texted me, so I watched it. 10.30 watched it immediately. 10.30 in the morning. Oh. So I only watched, I watched it within 20 minutes of it. Oh. You made it sound it like, I didn't get around to it until 11 o'clock that night. No, but I, I didn't give it any thought that morning. He texted me and I was like, oh, yeah, that's going on right now. So went on, watched it. But yeah, there was no insane heroin binge fervor happening on my side of the world. Matt had the shakes, man. He was like, I need it. Just a little taste. Pretty much. You know what else I thought we would get, but we never did? Nobody ever leaked a description. There, Well, there were some leaks of descriptions of the trailer, but they were not at all accurate. There was descriptions that it was going to have... Um, the final shot was going to be the Millennium Falcon flying toward the camera, guns blazing, and then there would be uh, one single voiceover, and it would be the the um, the line "Wake up," uttered by Daisy Ridley's character, and that didn't happen. So, like, there were very specific things that that had quote unquote leaked for this trailer that just were not true at all. And by a leak. We mean that you have gone to back alleys and dirty, dirty forums to find these leaks, as you have showed us before the podcast, some of your forums. I don't forums. think these forums are that dirty. I don't think they're quite as dirty. They're not the ones that I go to. <laughs> <laughs> they're not talking as, about Star Wars on the forums I visit. As a... They're talking about Star Wars. Oh. Great movie. So, that's where we all were with this trailer, whenever it came out. What do we think about it? Can we jump right in? Do we want to do that? Let's, Just jump right in? Let's let's have Matt tell us. Okay. From the fan's fan perspective. You really want me to lead? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I don't think we have a choice. <clears throat> Ian, and I, Ian and I don't have I, segments on this show called... A long time ago this week with Ian and Paul. No, well... I'm in awe at your <laughs> fandom. I really am. We could have a segment called Paul Hates Star Wars this week with Paul. We could That's do that. a little bit redundant, I admit. I just... <laughs> I came up with that just off the... <laughs> Paul Hates Star Wars this week with Paul. I'm all in favor of that type. What is hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I went through the day and I watched the trailer and I did, did my thing and I was thinking about this podcast that we were going to do. And I was like, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm on a podcast with two knuckleheads that have Star Wars tattoos and like How entire basements <laughs> full of stuff. I'm like, and one of them hates Star Wars. <laughs> Um, you are not a fan, sir. My, <laughs> I agree. My initial reaction was, you were spent. You just your load was done. Dust was coming out of your I penis. Was, he I didn't have so a penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's confetti. Penis confetti. Um, it starts with um with the with the sand dunes, and we're 
Pretty sure that's Tatooine. Let's just go with it's Tatooine. I've read all that stuff. We don't know it's Tatooine. It's fucking Tatooine. In those back dark alley message forums. Oh, I've been on them, but, you know. Not as much as you have. Oh, but you've been on them, but you don't pay. (laughs) He's a lurker. No, I will. Yeah, I I totally am. No, actually, for. um, I'll. You know, just to interrupt real quick. I have gone on some of the message boards and some of the forums because to take a look at some things. I was curious. Bye, curious. <laughs> so go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. All right. So the first reaction that I had pretty much was there was a cool voiceover, and I was like, that sounds cool. I don't know what that means, really, um, where it says, um, there has been an awakening. Have you felt it? That was the, that was the line. And it was uttered in a really kind of like British and scary voice. Um, Cybernetic, do we think? I do not think, although I do think it is enhanced with like audio tricks and stuff. Because it was kind of masked, like I couldn't tell who it was then. Right, it's since been revealed that it's Andy Circus. I've heard podcasts go through steps of like, Changing the pitch yeah. to try to figure out I, I who heard it was. That. I heard that, and honestly, that didn't convince me one way or the other. But what did convince me was this morning on Good Morning America, ABC, ABC's, or Di- should I say Disney's ABC's Good Morning America confirmed that it was Andy Serkis's voice. So, however, there's another line later in the trailer that I'm not sure is the same voice. We'll get to that later. My first reaction was I literally jumped whenever John Boyega's head popped up, and they and this is like new John Williams music, and it's like really tense, and there's this big loud bump, and it made me jump. It scared me. I was like, that was the first reaction I had. I was You're like, like I'm getting robbed. I yeah, I had to pull myself together. I only had 88 How seconds. Fucking <laughs> dare you? I only had 88 seconds. So I pulled myself together quickly so that way I could enjoy the rest and like by that time that little orange droids rolling around. So anyway, I'm not going to go scene by scene right now, but what I will say is overall... We got a whole hour. I think we got to go scene by scene. (laughs) I really enjoyed it. I I didn't know what I was seeing a lot of the time. Um, And I'm like, as, as I'm seeing each thing, I'm trying to like figure out I wasn't taking it all in all at once. Like, I'm immediately trying to put shit together in my head. Okay, wait, okay. Is this... Is is John Boyega bad? He's in a Stormtrooper outfit, but I'm pretty sure he's, like, the good guy in this... I'm trying immediately to make sense of everything. You can hear the the probe droid in the background. Yeah. Seems like a panicked look on his face. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy in bad guys? I suspect... I suspect he's a Stormtrooper that defects very early on. That's what I think. I don't think he's... Very early on in the movie or very early on in his career? Maybe even both. What? Who knows? Is he a stormtrooper for a long time? Does he get tired of doing it? Oh, no, Or is no. he like, you know what? He looks I made like, a mistake. He looks a, he looks a little too young. He looks like, you know, new, yeah. newish recruit that's like, fuck this noise. He could have. He could be so good, he could have been moved through the line early. Could be. I think that... Um, early in the movie, he he defects. 
I think that that sequence with him in the be in the beginning of the trailer. I bet you that's within the first five to ten minutes of the movie. Um, as a matter of fact, up until they show the villain, I think those first three sequences with John Boyega, Daisy Ridley on the popsicle speeder, and and the, the ball droid. Soccer D2. Soccer D2. I think that those all are take all take place within probably the first 15 minutes. I feel like the movie opens on Tatooine. Um actually the the bulk of that trailer took place on Tatooine, didn't it? I think so. I mean, there's a uh you know, there's a, like a lake mountain kind of scene where the um where the X-wings are flying over the lake. There's also that winter Forest that we see the villain is that the in. Same planet? I don't know. It could be. Um, it's probably a good guess. Uh, but the you know the final portion with Falcon definitely on Tatooine. So yeah, I mean you're right. A lot of the trailer. What what do you think? What planet do you think that the uh, stormtroopers are heading off to whenever you see them leaving the ship and they're kind of trotting down you know, the thing? I thought that was a really interesting shot. Because we're seeing the stormtroopers from the stormtroopers' perspective. I feel like you only ever see the stormtroopers from the hero's perspective. Which makes me think that when we see those stormtroopers, that's in the very beginning and John Boyega is with them. And that's why we're seeing it from that perspective. That's my guess. That's one thing I've been enjoying with <clears throat> Rebels is that we've seen... A little behind-the-scenes Empire stuff, where they're they're humanized a little bit. It's not just you know dumb soldiers that can't hit anything. You know you see who they are personally. So I wouldn't mind seeing uh, some of that movie from the stormtroopers' perspective. And it looks like we're gonna get to see it if you know our lead guy is a stormtrooper. There are rumors that the film opens with a big. Uh, crash where the uh, a star destroyer crashes on Tatooine, and that's where Boyega ends up on, you know, on the sand dunes of Tatooine, and you have um, Daisy Ridley and and the little soccer ball droid. I think all racing toward maybe the wreckage to see what's going on because I believe Daisy Ridley's character is a bit of a scavenger, so my guess is she's going to scavenge. In those production concept uh, art pieces that we talked about uh, a couple, maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month ago, there's a TIE fighter blown up, crashed on the sands that's of Tatooine. Right. That's right. So that's, you know, that's a good guess that, that something, there, there was some kind of crash landing or something like that that happens that puts them in that position. You certainly get the sense that Boyega is being pursued by the Empire because you hear the, the Imperial probe droid sound, which in The Empire Strikes Back was established as a pursuit mechanism. You know, something that, that chases you down and hunts you down. and it, it kind of just jives with his, like, state of mind in that in that brief like five seconds that you see him it's a great sound cue for the audience to let us know that that's possibly what's happening it's all the things that they brought to us in this teaser trailer well thought out yes yeah, definitely put there for a reason right 
so that you get that idea so that people like us that are sitting here breaking this trailer down bit by bit can kind of get those things that hey you know th it doesn't seem like this dude's going to be a bad guy or a bad guy for long right. in this film what do we think about uh, the soccer ball droid I have no problem with it whatever yeah I mean it looks cool it's definitely you know people are going to kids are going to light up when they see that we'll definitely see this at Toys R Us next year yeah. like a rolling you know soccer ball kind of thing I've already heard people calling it the Jar Jar of the episode 7 which I feel like is really unfair it's yeah, a it's it, a really interesting design I want to see I want to see the I want to see how it works Right. Like, yeah. I want to see the practicality of a droid that looks like this. What is this used for in that universe? I heard it was originally a Ralph McQuarrie, like, <laughs> original concept from, that was just never used. Yeah. So, I mean, and it kind of has a feel of that. If you look in the background, there's also, like, there are, there are broken down pod racer engines in the background so i mean that's another thing that kind of points to where this is located i have to think that it's going to be tatooine and i think it's interesting that that you still have pieces of the the prequels sitting around meshing uh, with all the new and the original trilogy what bothers me about this droid and the shot of this droid isn't so much anything about it itself as it reminds me of the special edition Mm -hmm. Trailers where George Lucas threw unnecessary droid shots into entering Moss Eisley. Yeah. But like I said, it's it's a neat design, and I'd like to see. I want to see its practical value in that universe. Yeah, it's like, cool and that, fun. Not for it's already like just as cute as R two D two was. It's already way cuter than anything Jar Jar Binks did. Well, I don't think that this droid has the ability to be as offensive and crazy that as Jar Jar. That droid is adorable. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cool with the droid. I I'm, I have no problem with I, I it. I feel like for most people that watched this trailer and dissected it and everything, that was the most forgettable part of the trailer. That droid shot, they were more interested in every other aspect. Yeah. Seeing your... Because I think what this trailer does do is it introduces all the major players of this new movie. Um, well, the new, all the new stuff that you're going to see, yes, peppered I, with some of the old nostalgia. I agree, but I think all of the people that we saw in this trailer are going to be more relevant to the movie than even like Luke and Han and Leia and yeah, Chewie. this this these. This, this is, trilogy is clearly about diversity. I mean, Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. We saw the stars of this film in this teaser trailer. Yeah. The, the, whenever, um, I believe it was, um, God, what's the CEO of Disney's name? Um, it's not Mike Wisner anymore, huh? No, it's not Mike Wisner. Is it Alan something? <clears throat> anyway, the CEO of Disney revealed... Um, probably like nine months ago now Bob Iger Bob Iger that that it that this movie is gonna be set 30 to 35 years after Return of the Jedi and it's gonna feature um, a trio of leads um, and some familiar faces I believe is generally Ridley Boyega driver no the, the trio of leads is Ridley Boyega Isaacs Isaac uh -huh. 
and you see all three of those characters in this trailer, and we see Adam <clears throat> Driver in the trailer. So like Isaac's a, Isaac a little too old to be paired with those other two. Um, <clears throat> he's a new face. I mean, I don't know him from anything. Maybe that's the thing. Boyega he's, he's and Ridley. Face. Boyega and Ridley are like Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill, circa nineteen seventy-seven, and then Isaac would be like Harrison Ford. Circa 1977. I think there's about that difference in age. So it seems like they're kind of repeating kind of the, the, the age range of your trio. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think, like, based on the speculation, based on the things that they have said, and if you look at the trailer, they pretty much give you, this is the main, this is what Star Wars is going to be for the next ten years. Probably. Yeah. And did you like it? Are we going there? Or are we gonna? <laughs> yeah, let's let's just go let's there. Let's go there. Let's just further. let's just okay. run through it. Yeah, I really liked it. Woo! I did. I big big hype for the not really a Star Wars guy. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I don't know what this new thing Star Wars is, but I mean, I really liked it. it looks it looks fun. It looks like a swashbuckling kind of movie. I might like it. So, no, um, in all seriousness, I really did. I, I love this trailer. Um, I watched it twice in a row whenever I, I woke up and watched it at the... Two whole times? Twice. twice. You fucking Holy amateur. crazy, no, man. No, no, no. I mean twice in a row. And then I think total I've watched it only five times. I'm sure that you're somewhere in the double digits. I'm sure you might even be somewhere around there. I think five. Mm-hmm. Paul, did I you think like tonight's it? before the show made five? Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I liked it quite a bit. When I saw the Falcon twist upside down and you could hear the TIE fighters and they're shooting and he kind of flies past them, I got goosebumps. Yeah, why don't, I laughed out loud like I was fucking amped. Why, like, don't, why don't we do something contrary to the okay. Sauce podcast? And why don't we. Tell each of us our favorite moment from this teaser. Trailer. Well, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be, I wanted to be optimistic and positive because I liked this. I only have so much of that in me because you're what they like to call a hater. Even when I love things, just because I think negativity is more interesting. And I agree with that usually, but I think that this is a case where we can just enjoy the moment and be optimistic. And excited about this new kind of mysterious place that we're gonna go with something that we love. So the Falcon was your boner moment. Yeah, man, I I loved it. I seriously did giggle whenever it give, us, past. give us a little giggle. I was like, hee hee. <laughs> That's what Han Solo does when he's flying the Millennium Falcon. Like the Pillsbury don't yeah. Play. Yeah, man, that's that's my favorite moment. Or the Pillsbury homeboy. That's John Boyega. Oh, come on, son, that's racist. Paul, what was your favorite moment? The when we see the X wings skimming along the water. That was a good one. Those familiar ships, they're in attack formation. They're down close to the surface. You know, the water's coming up off of them. It was such a familiar sight, and it, it felt good. Like all the other stuff, even the like the Falcon stuff was cool, but that was 
you know, the Boyega stuff happens and the little droid and Daisy Ridley and all that stuff was cool. But when that one shot happens, that's the one that made my heart jump a little bit. Because it is, it's something familiar with some kind of strangeness. Like, we've never seen X-Wings in atmosphere before. And that's that's the one big takeaway. Like, there's not much star or space in this trailer. Like, none really. And that's a big takeaway. I thought it was from, diff- that's so a different. big takeaway from this entire trailer for me is the locations. Yeah. Not in space a whole lot. I could give or take Tatooine. We've done Tatooine. That's a big universe. Let's see some other shit. But forest, the cold world. Yeah, the forest. Like a lot of, and I don't really want to say like earthen locations because I don't. It just makes things sound boring. You want to be out in the universe. You want to see things you haven't seen before. I've seen the forest in the winter, but something about seeing that that familiar location. In a Star Wars universe, and then you put a Sith Lord, you put a lightsaber in that familiar location, and it immediately makes it a thousand times more interesting. There's so many questions. You're like, Where the hell is this place? That, what is he doing there? Is this like some kind of Sith Sith yeah. realm? Is he invading on some rebel hideout? Like, there's so many things that I have with almost every shot. I'm and like, it's a what location is this? we haven't seen in. Star Wars. The same as the X, um, the X wings on the planet with the hill. It might be the same planet. Could be Naboo. Looks like it could, could be Naboo, but could seeing, be. But like wouldn't seeing, it be better if it wasn't? Like I want to go right. to different places. Seeing the X wings on a planet, seeing the Falcon doing all that shit in the atmosphere of a planet, it was really cool. Yeah. Matt. Favorite moment? Do you have one? Can you limit it down to one? Yeah, it was probably the Falcon moment because up until that point, you had this build-up music through the entire trailer that was really tense. That like that was the tensest Star Wars music that has ever been written. That was written specifically for this trailer. It was a little reminiscent of Return of the Jedi when Luke's about to walk the, the plank on the sail barge on the skiff. But this was even more intense. And so you had this, whatever it was, a, a minute's worth of, of build-up. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's the Falcon, the most familiar of the familiar in this trailer. And it's doing shit that we've never even seen before because it's doing it on the planet. And it was so cool because it was... You know, we're peppered with familiar sounds the entire trailer, but the sound of the Falcon, there's just something about it that was like, that we've been missing since Return of the Jedi. Like, it it was never in any of the prequels, and it's such a distinct sound effect. And it was, and, and the, the X-Wings as well, but like, the Falcon, when it was doing that thing, and then how it like came so close to hitting the sand you actually see the sand like spread out because it almost looks like it hits it a little bit and you hear it and it's just one of the coolest shots and like it almost disoriented me just on my phone i'm like turning my head to try to keep up with it because the way that it was shot they had the camera not being able to turn as quickly with it well we were watching it before we started recording i had that same 
vertigo type sensation. Yeah, and and just as good. you're like, just as Falcon's riding itself, you hear the Tie Fighters coming in yep. and shooting. You're like, oh shit, we're getting attacked here. It's fucking awesome. Like I love that moment. It's and then you're like, you're wondering, okay, how does this fit into the movie? Is that Han flying that? It has it's to be Han, right? Has Han's doing that maneuver. The and most polarizing moment in the trailer was brought by the Falcon when I saw that square fucking radar dish for yeah. the first time, and I was like. That's not right. The radar dish is fucking square. What the fuck are they yeah, doing? It's supposed it's to be a round. circle. Why are they putting a square there? But that, that's and another. Like, oh yeah, it got knocked off. Yeah, that's that. an, that's more. And then I was then I was okay. And it makes more sense that it's you know more compact. Low it's profile. lower. That won't happen again, right? Next time we fucked up the Death Star, I'm not gonna knock it off. So, yeah, man, like new with the old. That's a lot of what I felt. That was a really cool detail. It was. Now, <clears throat> as much as I liked the Falcon and everything, and, and it was not just the Falcon, it was when the, the Star Wars theme kicks in and really loud and bombastic. It was that mixture with the tense stuff right before it. But seeing that Sith Lord and seeing that, that lightsaber, because um, we had seen some leaked pictures of this bad guy um what about two months ago three months ago it was back in september and there was a leaked picture and i think we looked at it here one night and do you guys remember that at all where there's a guy holding the lightsaber and it had the two the um the cross guard i don't remember that this to me when i saw it spark up like that this was the first that i've seen Okay. Of, of this happening. Maybe I didn't So I don't it. think I've... I don't... Because th it was... This was another kind of like holy shit moment. As much as the Falcon was, this was like, this is some new shit. Because there's like... He's walking through and he's kind of stumbling. And no, then, he's not stumbling. He's walking with a purpose, though. And then he... Well, when I I'm... I the idea he was kind of stumbling. It looked like he was stumbling, but then he goes and he pulls his lightsaber out. And then it feels like it's a purpose. He sparks the lightsaber. And when you look at it, like... I don't know if it's me, and I'm overanalyzing this, but the lightsaber looks like it looks jagged and weird, kind of like it's flaming out. It looks longer, and then you get the second burst of those end pieces, and I was like, "What the fuck? That's crazy!" Not quite the same as Darth Maul with the double-sided lightsaber, but similar to that. I was like, "Oh, holy shit! This is this right. is different. This is cool." Um, I, I have some theories on the, on the bad guy. You, I, I did notice on the first viewing that the lightsaber was kind of almost looked like flame. It, it looked like it was pulsating. It was a lot less smooth than any lightsaber we've ever seen, which made me immediately think that is a relic. It's a, it's a ancient lightsaber, what they used to be like back in maybe the early days of of the of the Jedi and um, and so it kind of like made sense to me because it had been rumored that this movie was going to be titled The Ancient Fear. So it sounds like there's some kind of old enemy that is being somehow resurrected which I still buy. I still think that's probably the premise of this based on The Force Awakens and and all the rumors and things that I've been hearing to this point, I think maybe the Darth Plagueis, the the character referenced in Episode Three, might be the 
the puppet master here, but I think that's Adam Driver, who is a, I believe he's probably a Sith apprentice, like a Darth Maul style. I believe that on iTunes he gets credit as being in this trailer, so. Right. I think that's him, and I think that uh, that he is wielding a kind of a shitty old lightsaber. It looks like a long sword. Like a like, broad sword. Yeah, 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 big. yeah, yeah. And that's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's different. different. I think at some point he'll get a different sword. But for now, he has this like old relic um, that looks cool. So you guys are on board with the... Uh... The teeny tiny lightsabers on the hill. Well, when I when I saw them, I immediately thought, "Man, I fucking kill myself instantly with that." Maybe, maybe he has a better time with that. Maybe it's to protect yourself from your hand getting cut off. You know, I I hope it has some functional. By getting your hand cut off by the thing preventing your hand. <laughs> yeah, from cut yeah off. right. I mean, I would hope that there's some well, something functional about it. If, if my theory is right, this isn't the way lightsabers are made anymore, right, in this universe. They're, they're much more streamlined now, but back then, they looked to be, like, kind of crazier. And, and that, yeah, that's, a, that's cool that if this is old, it looks like an old piece of so, equipment. So I get it. There was a, um, a leaked photo, like I was telling you guys, that, that Ian brought up. And I remember when that leaked online, people were saying, ah, oh, bullshit, that's not it. He, that, there's no way that's the villain. I don't like the way his mask looks. And that lightsaber is so dumb with the little blades on the side. And I admit, even I was like, I don't think I like that lightsaber. I think that looks fake as shit. But then in the trailer, you see it, and you see the way it all ignites, and it... It ignited in a much more, like, aggressive way than, like, typically a lightsaber, like, extends. It, like, there's, like, motion to it where this thing just, like, came to life. Like, all in, like, okay, did I do frame by frame on this trailer? Yeah, maybe I did. (laughs) And one frame, there was no lightsaber, like, no laser sword and then the next frame it's fully extended so like they're like your penis <laughs> that was fully extended the whole time <laughs> that's right but i like that i like 10, that they're 14 a.m no penis 10 15 penis i just mean no like full penis well, it's not clearly. invisible it's not invisible when it's when it's soft what full penis 10 14 hilt only 10, 15, full penis. Full penis, side penises. <laughs> Those are the balls. No, it's side, no, penis. It's side penis. Two little penises. Two little penises. <laughs> Sticking out of the side. I like how there there was like a pause, I thought, when he, he sparks the main part, and then you get the two little side penises. So, uh, before I lose track of it, getting back to this leaked photo, that photo leaked in September. And a lot of people said, trust me, my sources are telling me this thing is legit. A lot of other people were like, no fucking way. No way. Absolutely not. And so now it turns out, yeah, okay, that was accurate. Because if you look closely at the photo, you can see tattered, like, uh, clothing on the sides. If you look in the trailer, he has that, t- that same, like, tattered kind of clothing flowing as he's walking. 
But what's really interesting is the person that released that photo on the message, you know, those dark, dank message forums that I... Where you can see Jennifer Lawrence naked? That's the one. And they all, it's Jennifer Lawrence naked, and they talk about Star Wars rumors. Perfect. So it's like a one-stop shop for pervy nerds. So um, this guy said that... I forget how he said he... I think he said that he saw the footage... But he, he explained that there is a sequence with that character who is played by Adam Driver uh, in a wooded scene with snow, and he has a lightsaber duel with John Boyega. So it strengthens... I mean, like, I feel like whatever that guy said is totally legit. Right, because, because he mapped that out pretty much, you know, shot by right, shot Right, like, so like two months in advance. So I'm totally buying it. Um, and he also said that at some point during this fight, um, Boyega and Daisy Ridley, they arrive together, but Daisy Ridley gets injured and or killed. My guess is she gets injured. Um, I don't know how the fight ends. I don't know anything except that Boyega and Driver have a, have a lightsaber fight in this setting. See, I like that design quite a bit of the character. The lightsaber, I'm not crazy about. But I like the hood. I like the mechanical mask. It's and it's leaked. It may not be the final, but it looks different enough. You know, it's kind of chrome. It looks different enough from Darth Vader that it's not, we're going to go rip off this classic villain. Like, we're going to do something new, but in the same vein. Lightsaber, I do not like. Easily. I knew there had to be something. I knew there Easily. had to be something. My least favorite part of this trailer was this silly lightsaber. That's hilarious because that was my second favorite, next to probably the Falcon. And as soon as it, as soon as he lit that up, I went, "God damn it!" <laughs> Followed by, "I'm gonna have to hear about this from." <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it isn't just this lightsaber. I don't like Count Dooku's lightsaber with the <clears throat> the crooked handle, the crooked hilt. I don't like the Inquisitor's weird spinny, double-sided lightsaber like thing. Either. Um, but I like the Inquisitor, though. And we started off kind of thinking, ah, it's, uh, you know, he's from the Sith Generator machine, but he's turned out in Rebels to be a pretty cool character. I like Jason Isaacs. I'm not sold on the Inquisitor as a character yet. I'd kind of like to see more of Agent, Agent Callus. But extra lightsaber stuff. I don't like the lightsaber is fucking cool on its own. Luke's is cool. The blue one, the green one, Vader's standard red. It's just a cool fucking weapon. You it don't is. need to augment it. It's diesel. But maybe just it, the way it is. Maybe it had different beginnings, and I kind of like that it was. This might be an ancient version it of what we It clearly looks like a like a less refined version. It's it looks like looking. chaotic. It's got this like pulsating uneven energy coming from it. Yeah. Whereas like the lightsabers that we know, it's just a strong beam of light unless you're looking at the episode 4 lightsaber that Obi-Wan had as it was like it's going a piece, out. It's a thin piece of floss. <laughs> Sometimes it was blue, sometimes it was white. Yeah, who cares? Nobody cares. Sometimes it was invisible. I like the I like the intensity of the blade on this lightsaber, but 
I don't understand the practicality of it. I get Darth Maul's two-sided lightsaber. It's kind of like one big deadly bow staff. And then it breaks in two, so you have two lightsabers. Yeah! I get it. It works. Dooku, I don't like it, but he's from a different age. It's kind he's of like... He's it, more refined. He has a different fighting style. It's a fencing so, weapon. Right. So I get it. I get the practicality of it. I don't have to like it. So I don't know if he's gonna like use these things to like cut his steak when he's cooking in the woods or I don't oh, think that's dare you. if they if they're gonna come off like if he's I, I don't think know. of I it just, like a claymore like a like a two-handed broadsword I think I feel like this thing is heavy as fuck and like he- I think just like just imposing I think this guy is gonna rely on like strength to fight rather than finesse like Darth Maul Ironic because finesse. Adam but Driver is like a hundred pounds, right? No, oh, he's he was a big, big dude. Is he a big he's dude? He's pretty cut. Yeah, I he was pretty skinny. No, he's a he's a he's not ripped like Henry Cavill, but he's cut. He's a pretty big dude. But yeah, and like I get the, you know, you're, it's you're just gonna come in with force with this weapon, but like you're gonna have to be pretty smooth with this thing to not cut yourself on those extra lightsabers. I'm thinking because it's not like be. the the dull side. Of you know the back of a big claymore sword. I mean, whatever these things touch, it's going right through it. Right. So if you want to be brutal and just like just beat the shit out of people with this, you don't need them. Well, I mean, think about how a lot of the times in the in the um, lightsaber duels in the other movies, you have those moments where the, they lock swords and they're kind of like their hands are close to one another. If that happens now, if this guy fights somebody like that, he's gonna like imp- like cut somebody's hand off just in that kind of a close quarters scenario. So I mean, like, there's probably a purpose for it. You'll probably even see them used. I don't think it's just gonna be a cosmetic thing. I think there will like otherwise. Yeah, it is probably kind of dumb to just have it. Make it it functional to a degree. Show us why. And, yeah, and that's that's fine. Like I, I feel like there is a practicality for that soccer ball droid. They clearly showed their practical side of things, putting the new radar dish on the Falcon. So, like, there are, there are good minds behind this entire production. I don't think anything is going unnoticed. So hopefully, I see a practical use for these. But right now, it's I, I feel like, well, we had lightsabers and then we had darth maul's double-bladed saber so we, and then need we had another keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger as things went on so now we got to keep doing different things with lightsabers just make it a lightsaber it's fucking cool as it is you don't need you know boba fett doesn't need something else he's just cool as he is I we, couldn't think of something else cool. we've that's okay we've seen a lot of regular lightsabers <clears throat> i mean most of the, our lightsaber fights aren't double-sided lightsabers. You and know, are you like, a, ugh, another boring lightsaber? No, I'm not, but I'm not, like, I'm not saying, you know, that, like, I don't know. I'm just not saying that we need more of the same lightsabers all the time. It's not like there's a shortage of it. It's okay to go a little bit outside, like, the, the box, I think, especially... If, I mean, more than anything, even more than the two little spikes that come out on the sides, the the cross guard. We'll call them tiny penises. (laughs) 
Um, even more than that, I think the the most like noticeable thing, really, like that really tells us what this thing is all about, is how it looked like it was fiery. It looked very uneven, and that like tells you a little bit more about what is this thing. And I really do think that it's a relic. I think that there are rumors that this character, this Adam Driver character, is obsessed with Sith relics, and he he's force sensitive and he goes out and like seeks out people are speculating Andy Serkis is the main bad guy like the like the emperor if you will of this trilogy do we and know if if Serkis is doing motion capture or if it's going to be him acting because I heard he that he's going to be an alien I heard that he was going to be two different characters I've heard that as motion, well motion capture but, and but he has a motion capture <laughs> company my man's making bank these so, days. Oh, I know. So there's no way that he's involved in this without having some kind of motion capture technology going on. Because why like, get Andy Serkis for your film if you're not going to at least have a little bit of that? There's, there's. Can he just be a good actor as well? Does he need to be the motion capture guy? He was great in 13 Going on 30, so I think he can just be. Well a done, great sir. Actor. One of my favorite movies. Easily my favorite Mark Ruffalo movie. Yeah, fuck you. High watermark for Jennifer Garner. <laughs> uh, when do you think Jennifer Garner's hotness peaks? Might have been right then. That's a, that's <laughs> it a might close have been call. there. That's a close call. Yeah. Might have been there. I mean, Electra. Yeah, yeah. Was was pretty much up there. So. So anyway, Star Wars. <laughs> There's another voiceover toward the end where a character says, the dark side and the light. I don't know what the heck that is referring to. That sounds super corny to me. See, I like that. I thought it was cool. I like the pause. It, I, To me, it says that the Force has been asleep and now it's awakening. To me, it, it's it's establishing some kind of balance that they talked about in the prequels. Um, I don't I don't know who's talking. I'm not convinced that whoever says that is bad necessarily. But didn't we confirm that Andy Circus? You're saying that that the lines of dialogue is split. That's the other part that you're saying right here. I, I'm like saying there are two narrators. I think they don't sound exactly the same. I really don't think so. And th there was one bit that I thought during the trailer that if I were editing it, would I... The one thing, one of the levels of disappointment that I had was I didn't get to see Luke or Han or Leia or Chewbacca or R2 or C-3PO. Were you, I, were you disappointed? Are we going to smooth into the hate portion slightly, of this? Slightly disappointed, but... Not like I, I got why they weren't there. I, I realized that there are tons of ways to let us know this is classic Star Wars coming back with things like the X Wing, the Falcon, the TIE Fighters. But not only that, that trailer is chock full of familiar sounds in every single sequence. Boyega, you have the. Um, his heavy breathing. His heavy black man breathing. 
in in I don't know, like Lando laying the pipe to someone. <laughs> no, it, was, it was the it was the Imperial. I love that. That's a familiar Star Wars sound effect. Was it heavy black man breathing? There was There's one black dude the, in the entire galaxy in the first. The, uh, but you know what he sounds like when he's putting down. Leia knows. Mm. How dare you, sir? The Imperial probe droid sound. Then you have the, the R2 sound. Even though it's new, it's still kind of familiar bleeps and bloops. You have the familiar sounding speeder. Uh, even when the stormtroopers raised their guns, that was the same sound effect in um, that was used in Revenge of the Sith when the clone troopers raised their guns at um, Bail Organa, as you all remember, toward the, the third act of that movie. Um, then you have obviously familiar sound effects with like the X-wings as they're skimming the water, the Falcon, the Tie Fighters. There was like all that was so familiar. So I get why they didn't just give you Luke and Han. Plus, I think the payoff to see those characters later will will pay off more than if we had seen them in this teaser trailer. And as we talked about before, like I feel like these are the stars of this movie. Agreed. So we're gonna get we're gonna get all the familiar characters that we want in the next in the full trailer that will come out and and we'll go just as crazy as we right. did about that as we did with this so, so matt your least favorite thing is mild disappointment well nothing you outright didn't like correct now can we get outright didn't like from matt on star wars yeah i called him out a couple episodes ago about this i think we were still recording when i said i don't think there's anything they could do that you wouldn't like yeah i mean obviously they're i'm very passionate fan but i'm also to put it lightly i'm also able to uh discriminate and tell you the things that i don't that i don't like um and that probably starts with episode two because I was watching bits of that recently, and I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, we Over Thanksgiving, we watched Jingle All the Way. And my God, is Jake Lloyd awful. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. So um, getting back to what I was saying, like, the one, if I was the, the editor of but this nothing, trailer. Nothing you didn't, you outright didn't like. Correct. The worst part was that you didn't get to see Han or Luke. But you know what? I, I'm actually glad that I didn't. But, like, this is, like, on first viewing, I was like, oh, man, I was hoping to see Luke. It's a tease. I was hoping there would be one thing, even a, nah. a tiny detail, that you were like, meh. I'm not a hater. You don't have to be a hater. 88 to seconds. To have a negative opinion on something. It, Anything. 88 seconds and, and to form a negative opinion, I feel like you're looking for shit to bitch and moan about. Give me something. But, you didn't like the shape of the sand dunes. I don't care what it is. Well, Give me something. Well, I, on the first viewing, I did think whenever the... Um, the I, well, I thought it was the villain initially, and now I'm kind of like a little bit unsure. When he goes to the dark side, and you see the bad guy, and then he goes, and the light, and then it goes to the falcon. I thought it would have been cool if when he said, and the light, we see, like, maybe Luke ignite his lightsaber or take a hood off or something. I thought that would have fit in, like, really perfectly. Probably would have been a little too on the nose. Maybe, maybe. And, and you know, the way that the trailer's edited, when he goes, and the light, and then it goes into full-on Star Wars theme, and you see the Falcon, like, uh, I feel like a reveal of Luke removing his hood wouldn't be quite as dramatic as what we see the Falcon doing. So, 
I'm actually cool with it the way it was, but like initially I thought they should have done it my way. I'm okay not seeing Luke until the movie. Like if you want to give us a little Han and Chewie in the next in the full trailer, that's cool. But I'm alright not seeing Luke until a big dramatic heart-stopping emotional reveal in the actual I think we'll at least we'll see a little bit of Luke but I would be cool with not seeing green lightsaber until the movie hold that off well, make me want it by the time the movie comes out like the few weeks with the numerous TV spots they do for movies by the time we're leading by the time we're at this point next year and even you know two months before this point next year we're gonna see tons of TV spots. I'm sure one of them is gonna be old trilogy spot. Like, remember all these guys? They're coming back in December 15. Yeah. Which is a major reason why you didn't see any of them here. This is all about the new. It's all about the fresh. It's all about a little tease. Just the tip. Just the tip, and maybe a little bit on the sides. Ian, what did you hate about this trailer? I didn't hate anything about it. the trailer, motherfucker. Um, if I had to nitpick, man... Yeah, the, make those nits, fucker. The, the only thing is, I would kill myself with this Sith Blade. That's it. I mean, that's it. It's fine for him. He can use it. I would hurt myself. And that's it. I'm sure it's going to look really cool on screen. I'm in. I thought it was really impactful. Whenever he he sparked it up and both sides came up and I was like, oh man, that's that's kind of different. Not only that, but like it it lit very aggressively and it had a new sound for a lightsaber. Like it was a faster sound. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I like I like the fury of it. I like fury, that's I like the word. fire of it. It looks like it's spinning faster. Daisy Ridley you know, does look like yeah. she's riding on a popsicle. She really does. It's like a pudding pop kind of. Like a two stick. Popsicle? Yeah, I mean, like, if I'm going to nitpick... Ride that popsicle. Oof. Oh. Maybe. I mean, maybe there. But, man, I, wait, I you don't, don't... Wait, you don't like the, it's the a, popsicle? It's sort of a weird shape. Pop speeder? It's it's a weird shape. Why does Paul want us to hate this But so But, like, I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. See, it's I, fine. It's just it's just something that's sort of odd. I like I it wouldn't... because it looks, like, it looks like a pod racer engine that has been retrofitted to be its own. I look. I think it looks like a speeder, like a like speeder, like flipped on its side. Kind of, it's like a hybrid of the two. But like, yeah, man, I I didn't like, I didn't dislike it also, anything. It really. also makes a pod racer noise, and that's something from the prequels that I loved. I I loved all the variations of the pod racer noise, well, I think especially you're... being in the theater when you're from Anakin's perspective and you can hear Sebulba's pod like coming up on the side of the theater it just has that big heavy Sebulba. chugging sound yeah i always think of the watto whenever watto <laughs> that's pretty good thank you my mom always made me do some do a watto impression but i forget what line it was now well he goes um uh quagon's talking to him and he goes um Oh shit! What Watto? I, I know I know this. I've seen the movie. I I always liked Watto. I never had a problem with him. Oh, me I always thought he was he was kind of a cool little character. Whenever he's talking about Anakin winning the race, and then he says no, Sebulba's going to win. And then Qui Gon goes, "What makes you think that? He always wins." 
Yeah, as, as far as things that come out of episode one that I enjoyed, I, I always liked Watto. I did too. Um, yeah, those those the, the pod racers and uh, like all the sound effects from that, like hearing kind of hearing something similar in Daisy Ridley's speeder. Yeah. Like it doesn't it, look very practical. It doesn't it, like look like it's gonna handle turns. No, no, very no. It well. looks much more industrial. It look it sounded like a mix between a pod racer and a speeder bike. Really, it, I felt like I heard both sounds in there. Um. Yeah, I I have nothing that to hate about this trailer. I'm sorry. It it was really exciting. I'm incredibly excited. I compared it a lot to the episode one trailer, which. I feel like I actually read some shit online this week revisionist history where people are saying well it's better than that piece of shit episode one trailer that's so dumb I heard that same fucking stuff and that's retarded we just went over it last week I think we even watched it last week that trailer even today even knowing the things we don't like <laughs> about that yeah. like I still Love that trailer. For as long as I live, I will never forget the Gungans coming out of the mist at the very beginning of that. Yeah. It's an indelible print on my brain. Yeah. There's just... That was the first taste of Star Wars that we had in 16 years. Like, and not only that, but we weren't getting shows and, uh, you know, like, as many books and comics. It was before the, the digital age. Right, it was right on the right on the cusp of it exploding. And I, like, and for oh. me, Star Wars was always movies. Yeah, there were comics, right, right. there were novels, but none of that really counted. We were at the time Episode One was coming out. We were getting real, legit Star Wars. Right. Yeah, so and, and I mean, the, we, the excitement around that trailer. And there was no, there was, there was no real hint, even with this stuff. Like we, we kind of thought the way the things go. At some point, maybe we'll get some Star Wars. Maybe we'll get some more Star Wars. Maybe, you know, the rights to Star Wars will pass along to somebody else and we'll get, like, a remake or something. Like, we'd get some kind of different Star Wars at some point. Well, you know, But actually, there was nothing out there went back in the mid-'90s, I don't think, that, that pointed to us getting prequels. Because nobody did prequels I back then or anything. I don't actually... Um, I didn't feel the same way. I... I was pretty sure that Star Wars was done. The best we were yeah. going to get was cartoon shows, and maybe if we were really lucky, we were going to get that TV show. That no, I, I, I always thought that I in our have... lifetime that we would get... I thought what would really happen was that... And I didn't want this, but I thought that you know maybe 20 years from now, we would get a remake of the original trilogy. What I, what I thought we might get is I thought Lucas was going to take digital technology to the next level and do a completely digital Star Wars so that way we would have a Luke and a Han in their 30s or maybe their 40s. Um, Bet you we get that one day. And maybe, but like I, I thought that this would be like the most technologically advanced thing we would ever see. You know, you would get motion capture from these characters, certainly their voiceovers. And I felt like digital animation with like this mocap stuff, especially with shit like Avatar out there, it's pretty fucking seamless now, you know? And I thought 
they could probably do it, especially Star Wars. That could totally be on the cutting edge of pushing that technology even further. And I thought that's maybe what we would get, maybe. But, um, look, when episode one came out, we were a lot more, we were a lot younger. We were, I think we were hungrier for it because the gap had been longer and we had been given little scraps, table scraps of Star Wars food versus like now we have a regular show that's on. We have we get a six, gyro serving right, of Star we get, Wars. We have six movies. Our, our, we've been satiated a little bit by kind of the disappointment of the prequels. So um, we're not just quite as like gung-ho and everything. I feel like that episode one trailer was the most like amazing amazingly exciting movie trailer of all time do you guys remember the i think it was i don't know i guess youtube didn't exist back then but do you remember the parody troops that was stormtroopers yep. doing cops yep i remember seeing that and being like man this might be the closest <laughs> thing to star wars that we get <laughs> but the thing that uh, this episode has going for it is that it's it's got a new fresh feel there's no place that it has to go and that's what's so wonderful about it is that we don't know where this is going to take us right. we don't know anything about these new characters we don't know how it's going to end and and that's that's really refreshing the only one thing that I really care about and Paul is getting back to what you said about you don't give a shit if we see Luke until the movie. That's fine with me too, but just please assure me that he'll be a hero. I cannot be cool with him being... I feel like it'll ruin the character. Like, I won't be able to look at him anymore in, you know, in episode five or six or whatever. And, I, like, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's that is a product of our sentimentality from being young watching those movies. I think just going in to watch... If you watch those movies, and then all of a sudden now they make him a bad guy, it erases all of the good stuff that he's done. Like, all the times you were cheering for him in that middle trilogy, it's like, well, what's the point? He's just going to be a bad guy in episode 8 anyway. Playing but, devil's advocate, couldn't you say that about... Like, if you come in watching episode 1 for the first time, and, and you don't see the other ones, and you get to know Anakin Skywalker... And you're rooting for him as the hero, saving Obi-Wan, killing Dooku, and all that stuff. And then he turns evil. Does that invalidate everything? Does that invalidate you cheering um, for him up to that point? Yeah, but I, I feel like the, the original trilogy is more focused on Luke. Where the prequels, you have... Like, the prequels could be about Obi-Wan's run the entire way through. It's not necessarily so focused on Anakin. I, I would agree. I mean, I I think that Anakin shares time more than probably Luke did. And like, and you could probably make a case for Han. Like, we'll just then then just watch the original trilogy like it's the Han Solo trilogy. But I feel like the those stories are guided towards Luke. Even more so than the originals are guided toward Anakin. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, the first movie, the main character isn't Anakin. It's Qui-Gon. It's Qui-Gon. Who is one of my all-time favorite Star Wars characters, even though 
His they character. Too soon. Well, honestly, they should have never even created him. He's kind of pointless. It should have been Obi-Wan probably from the beginning, but it wasn't. But it wasn't, and holy shit, was he cool. They made us love him just to take him away. Those bastards. They made us love him in spite of his creation. He was like the bastard child you didn't want. They should have made... Liam Neeson John should have, Snow, if you will. That's right. Liam Neeson should have played Mace Windu. If you're going to eliminate the Qui-Gon character, replace Samuel L. Jackson with a better actor in Liam Neeson. <gasps> yeah, did you hear what he just said? I see no color. It's he's fine. terrible in those movies. I don't give a fuck what color he is. He's, a, he's terrible in those movies. He's like Jake Lloyd II. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Liam Neeson would, be, would have been better in that role. Because then, like, wait, 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 wait. It, it does give. Hold on. Liam Neeson would have been better as Mace Windu, just or better no. playing Qui Gon, and you take Mace Windu out of the whole thing. Yeah, you just take Mace Windu out of the whole thing, and Qui Gon is. Put, yeah, put it is like that spot on the couch. Well, even even having Liam Neeson play Mace Windu, I feel would be better than Liam, than Samuel Jackson being Mace Windu because he's so cardboard like whenever he dies I'm like oh god please just get that acting off screen but I feel like if Liam Neeson was in that role like that death would have had so much more impact I would have cared it would have had more emotional anchor he is a better actor is he? I think so yeah oh but Samuel L. Jackson still can deliver some pretty Samuel L. Jackson's a pretty great actor some iconic True. Stuff. The prequels, not in his list no. of iconic works. No. But I mean, but Liam Neeson. But if you need somebody to talk Wars about, movie, and we're still talking about him like he was in all six of them. If you need somebody he to made comment an on indelible a, print, a tasty burger. He was the burger. main character in Episode One. Samuel L. Jackson was a supporting character in all three movies, and he was barely in the first one. And he was terrible in each one. But Liam Neeson had one movie, and he's shown in every scene he was in. He did. We liked him a whole lot. Now, <laughs> getting back to the Luke stuff that we're talking about, I would be okay, not with him being a villain, but being a little tormented about his place in the universe. Uh, you fucking and, teenage girl. <laughs> Fuck your angst. <laughs> Go listen to some Pearl Jam or whatever kids and, are listening to these days. I don't think yeah, it's the kids are listening to, to Pearl Jam these days. <laughs> because that's a real emotion. That's a real fear. His father was as powerful as he was, or maybe he becomes more powerful. And it's in him. It's something that could possibly happen where he could turn to the the dark side. So I'm I'm okay with that. I just don't want to see him as a bad guy. But some of that internal struggle and that turmoil, I'm cool with that. But I agree with you guys. I don't want to see him as a bad guy either. But give me some turmoil, that's cool. I'm down. I'm, I'm okay with that. After wow, you just, you're okay? Oh, after you just told me to go fuck my, myself. myself, myself. Yeah, I've I, been making Luke a bad guy's pointless. It, that discredits the entire original trilogy. Just, I, re I really silly. think that the the closer we get, the more ridiculous that theory is becoming. That he's a bad guy. Yeah, I, I think after seeing this trailer, I'm like, oh, there's no way. He, I don't know why I feel that, but there's there are rumors that he 
kills Han Solo. I, yeah, no. Bullshit. Bullshit. Not gonna happen. Your heroes are gonna fucking stay your heroes. They, I don't think they will ruin the legacy of these characters just to surprise us. The using of the, you know, the dialogue, the dark and the light, that's fucking... That's 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 black and white. That's these are the bad guys. These are your good guys. We're not going to have some morally gray shit. John Boyega at the beginning, dressed as a stormtrooper. I think that even still, he's gonna become a good guy really quick. So I, I, I think that our heroes will be pretty clearly I, our heroes from I, the start. No, I realize I'm getting like super ahead of myself, but I'm already thinking, <laughs> based on what I think is going down with episode seven, I feel like I'm putting together what's going to happen in episode eight. Uh-oh. I feel like Luke is going to survive this movie and possibly survive the trilogy, but he'll survive long enough to have a confrontation with the, the head villain, the new emperor, the, the Andy Circus character in episode eight. I think you're going to see... The, the biggest, baddest, ultimate Jedi Force Sith battle ever. I'm really excited to see what this new evil is going to look like and be this motion capture villain that, that's yeah. rumored to be. I I don't think we'll see it until the movie, and that's cool. Like I I'm okay with anticipating that. Do you think it's going to play I don't know. I don't know. It could be. Paul, what do you think? Didn't they say that he's dead? Yes, but the whole premise of that character is talking about... He could cheat be death. immortal. It's like, yeah. Oh, it's ever living. So, the way I look at him, I look at him now, Ian, you're not going to be able to keep up no, with who's this. Who's the ever living? Uh, Mumra is the ever living. Mumra he's the immortal. Yeah. I apologize, you're not going to understand what I'm talking about, but Paul, in, in the Harry Potter series... There's a character called Voldemort. He's the guy with no nose. He's the guy with no nose. His name is Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle. And he quote unquote died, but his essence kind of lived on and he was essentially... seed. Ew. So his cum lived? Is this fan fiction we're talking about now? I I understand. We want to tie everything together. No, maybe this is Darth Plagueis and plant those seeds in the original trilogy or in the prequel trilogy and then oh they're flourishing here in the sequel trilogy but I'd be just as comfortable just let the prequels be their own thing and we'll just move in another direction here well I have no they are all canon I get it I have mixed feelings on it because Darth Plagueis it it makes sense for for him to be the, the bad guy because he it's kind of implied that that he essentially is the reason that Luke Skywalker exists. He created Anakin through manipulation of the... Rather than say midi-chlorians, let's just say through manipulation of the Force. And um, Are we going to have a I'm your great-great-grandfather moment? Yes, we will. That's going to be unfortunate. And I, I just kind of like that kind of yeah that's basically is Luke's grandfather and I kind of like tying everything together like that um I think that it would be cool to see the emperor's master the one that even like 
Because like the Emperor says in episode three, he was he was bullshitting Anakin up until he got Anakin to turn evil, and then he was like, you know, I don't know how to keep anyone from like cheating death, but I'm sure if we put our heads together, we can figure this out. Meanwhile, he had told him, I know how to save your wife, but then like he reveals, I don't know, but but let's just work together on this and brainstorm. But you had a lot of good ideas. Right. I value your opinion. But supposedly Plagueis knows how to do it. And my guess is maybe he did do it. And he's his essence has been floating out there just like Voldemort's did until the time was right for him to assume Just like, like space semen. Space semen. Ugh. Yeah. Was anyway. there to wrap things up tonight, was there any did this trailer invoke any hope that you won from this trilogy. Like, you saw something in the trailer, and you're like, all right, I want this. Now that I know this groundwork is laid, this is what I want. Well, well, like I said, I just want to make sure that, that Luke doesn't doesn't go bad, you know? Like, everything else will be fine. Just don't let Luke go bad. If you want to kill Han Solo or Princess Leia, do what you gotta do. <laughs> but... Holy shit! Ruthless. But keep Luke my hero. Yeah. I wanted to see... I wanted this to feel like Star Wars, and it did. I mean, that's the biggest thing that I took out of this. We saw a bunch of new faces. We saw some new environments and all that shit. But this feels like a Star Wars film. I'd say more so than any of those prequel things. More so than some of the... Um, you know, some of the Clone Wars stuff, even. This feels like the Star Wars I know and love, and I'm excited as fuck to see the next Ooh. steps. So Excited as fuck. Excited as fuck. But nothing in particular from this trailer. Uh, I mean, it was, it was cool seeing the Falcon. It was cool seeing X-Wings. It was cool seeing all of the familiar clothing but a little bit updated changed around a little bit but they've they've still been wearing you know x-wing pilot uniforms for the past 30 years yeah they've just was... been changed around a little bit but they're the same thing i look at them instantly recognizable look at somebody on tatooine pretty instantly recognizable shapes and forms so paul. how about yourself paul anything that you were hopeful about that you would hate in this new Star Wars film? I am hopeful. I am hopeful that they make the stormtroopers threatening. I want to be afraid of these dudes when they show up. It's such a cool design. The stormtrooper design is so fucking awesome. The stark white with the black. The original design is great. Clone troopers, garbage. Actual original trilogy stormtroopers are cool. This updated design looks pretty fucking slick. Yeah. And I, I was I happy that it wasn't the chrome concept yeah. stills that we saw, like, drawings that we saw. I was like, I'm not going to like there that. There might be one or... Maybe one or two, few. but, like, we saw, an, uh, you know, uh, a battalion of them right here that look pretty similar to the original stuff. I understand. I'm happy with that. They're not going to be crack shots. But... Maybe, <laughs> but I'd hate them if they were. But maybe plant one in Daisy Ridley's shoulder. Oh! Like, but when these dudes show up, like I want to be like, holy fuck! They like I want to be worried when a garrison of stormtroopers shows up somewhere. What is a garrison exactly? Squadron. But the the 
the foot version of that. The foot version? The infantry? Squ- yeah. A squadron is, you know, like the flying. a bunch of ships. But, like, the garrison is your, your platoon. Your squadron, okay, of people. Yes. Yeah, and, and the shots the shots of the stormtrooper, it was it was kind of scary. Yeah, it was. They're loading away. their fucking the, guns up, and they're getting ready to yeah, they, roll, they man. They look like they mean business this time, and that's, that's what I, I want to see from them. Like, I, I feel like in, as the original trilogy goes on, by the time you get to the end of Empire, you're like, oh, these fucking nothing. Those heads. teddy bears will wipe them out. But, like, in this one... Those, that was in those, Return of the Jedi, Ian. I was just saying by the end yeah. of the entire... Yeah, oh, by the, yeah, by you, the you end. You went even further. I did. By the end, they're dopes. But in this trailer, they're they're getting ready. They look like they look serious. They look like they mean business. And that's the stormtroopers I want to see. I want to see the ones that just mowed down a Java sandcrawler relentlessly. So let's let's give me some of that. Give me some fear. I have a feeling. I have a feeling they're going to try to return the stormtroopers to a level of like form. Formidableness? Yes. Now, formidability? Formidability? Malady? Formidably? From Italy? <laughs> now, one last thing. What do you mean, like, fuck the clone troopers? They were stupid. What? The clone troopers were cool. I, no, I, I didn't like the clone, the the clone, clone troopers, troopers design. The design of the clone trooper armor, I, I didn't like. It felt like. If. It, it felt like it was a forced Stormtrooper Boba Fett hybrid. That, exactly all right, people like is. this and people like this, so we'll just mash them together and people will love it. And it, it just felt forced to me. Well, that's the idea, though. The template for the clones was Jango Fett, and it was based on his armor, and obviously it has to kind of tie into where they end up being Stormtroopers. So, yeah, it is a mashup. Yeah, I, I get... What's wrong with I it? get how that goes in that universe. Right. But I don't think that's how it started. I think it was, how do we make these guys cool? St- everyone thinks Stormtroopers look cool. How do we make Clone Troopers cool? Oh, uh, people like Boba Fett. Let's do that. And then they were like, oh, well, this works out great. Because he's going to be the model for, for these guys you anyway. Know, I so. didn't even know what the clones were supposed to be in episode two even after episode one the phantom menace we still we knew we were approaching the clone wars but we still had no idea what the i thought the clone wars were actually jedi clones and i thought they were evil i thought they were like a bunch of evil jedi is what i thought it was initially and that obviously turned out not to be even remotely the case regardless i don't i don't like the i I don't like the design i think they're too they're too bucket heady like there's a little too much on top what about the way they evolved from episode two to episode three? Did you like that as it got closer to the traditional stormtrooper? No, because it was still too. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't enough. The stormtrooper design is slick. And, and we can agree all, that this is essentially preference. this is essentially what we're getting with some small alterations to the ones that we see in this trailer. Yeah. I think that the alterations to the Stormtrooper are probably in Episode 7 more drastic than than how far away the, the Clone Trooper in Episode 3 is to the Stormtrooper. Um, 
Yeah, I guess you know they're they're pretty close, but it's there's there's something about it. I don't know if it's the the ridge on the top of the helmet or it, it still has the the line coming down the center of the face. It's still different enough that it doesn't say stormtrooper to me. Did someone already get a tattoo of that fucking robot? Are you man? Ian just pulled up a picture <laughs> of the R2 soccer uh, dude. What's his name? I don't know. I've R2 been calling so- him Soccer D2. Soccer D2. Somebody already has a tattoo on their that. leg of Soccer D2. It's not even good. Like, yeah. it's like they did the it, top they, part of it, and they're like, ah, it's good enough. They totally ran out there like, just do it right now. I hope that robot is in. I, th- I hope that's it. I hope we saw his entire run. In this trilogy, in that trailer. This guy is an idiot. He really should be shot. Would either of you like to add anything else tonight to Star Wars talk? No, I, I think we're we're done for tonight. The only thing that I had to add, I forgot to mention at the beginning that we're still doing the Toys for Tots charity. If you go to mixsauce.com, you can donate at the bottom of the screen. The deadline is December 9th. Any amount that you would like to donate is greatly appreciated by us here at the Mixed Sauce Podcast. So other than that, that's all I have. Matt? Um, I think we're going to get the next trailer probably around the time Avengers 2 comes out. Is that um, May? Early May. Uh, and I obviously it'll be a full length trailer and we'll have a lot more to talk about I think because there's going to be a lot more shit in it I don't know how we're going to do it because we just took 88 seconds and strung it out over an hour and 30 so well, we're, we're passionate we're fans this was the first the, the very first bit of stuff that we've seen for this movie and, and I think we'll be able to um condense it a little bit based on maybe a two, two and a half minute trailer next time. But um, I think that's the, probably the next time. Or maybe we'll just have three podcasts. <laughs> I've I've heard rumors already that there might be something else released around like the new year or something. Um, I don't know if that, I, in fact, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's not true. I, I feel strongly that the next like legit footage that we're going to see is going to come out in... Um, May, early May. So that's when we're going to revisit this. So six more months, we'll be back doing this again. Go to the Facebook page and tell us what your thoughts about the Star Wars trailer were. Where were you? Were you sweating in your bed, waiting for it, hitting refresh like Matt? Or did you not give a fuck like Paul? That's a little harsh. Yeah, I wasn't sweating. I think you were sweating. Furiously while you had your penis in your hand. Yeah, that wasn't sweat. Oh, no. Keeping it classy. My name is Paul McGinsey. Ian Sharpley. Matt Casal. We'll see you next time.